Monday, everybody. Wake up. Mo just made the realization that she's kind of like Aunt Becky from Full House. Because she's a, a morning show host. No other way. No, no other reason. Just that. <laughs> I don't plan to pull off some elaborate scheme to get my children into college. Oh. Oh. What? Ouch. She did it. Jumping for the jugular right away. <laughs> Coming up on today's show, Chick-fil-A. What have you done? Uh-oh. What have you done? Oh my gosh. Plus the latest news, random facts, and more. <laughs> but first, it is November 25th, beginning of Thanksgiving week. It is. Yeah, we got a few holidays today to celebrate. What do we got? So today... Maybe my favorite day out of like all 365 days. It is Blase Day. <laughs> this is the day where you can just walk around being, meh. Meh. No Whatever. worries. All right. Whatever. You're not incredibly excited, but you're also not like terribly disappointed either. You're just. <laughs> just aloof. Just. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, it's also National Parfait Day. So just be blasé while you eat a parfait. So this is Donkey's Day. <laughs> Everybody love a parfait. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody likes onions. Parfait. Parfait is a parfait sample. <laughs> <laughs> that is one of my <sighs> least favorite animated movies. Least favorite? Ever, yes. Oh, man. Do you you want to know why? Yeah. I'm about to tell you, like, you're about to see sure. into my past. Sure. My past before Jesus and Chris. <laughs> so I... Shrek came before Jesus and Chris? Yeah. Right. Yeah, like I guess it is two years prior. Um, So I lived with an ex-boyfriend, and he had to watch that daggone movie every night as we went to bed. Mm, every okay. single night and it drove me crazy i didn't like it anyway like okay the well, whole... hold on then you didn't like it to no begin with. but listen the whole i could deal with it but the whole like it's a small world scene you know that just drove me nuts and that's about the time that i fell asleep every night like that part of the movie is when I would actually fall asleep. So I'd have all these stupid dreams <coughs> about the knockoff It's a Small World. <laughs> so now every time that I see that movie, I think about that time of my life and that ex-boyfriend and I'm just like, I hate this movie. Wow. I hate it. Can, can it just roll over and, and die? Uh, on a more serious note, however, <laughs> today is International Day for the Elimination of Violence Against Women. Ugh. So, we don't talk a whole lot of politics on this show. True. But uh, did you did you happen to hear how poorly Joe Biden phrased a question about this issue? No, we don't talk debate? about politics on this show because I don't follow, don't follow politics. politics. So, so he was asked about uh, domestic abuse, and he said that uh, you know. It, there should never be a time when uh, a man raises his, his hand against a woman unless it's in self-defense, and, and that's rarely the case. And he said, so when it comes to domestic abuse, we need to, we need to, we need to punch at it, and we need to keep punching at it until it's, and people in the crowd started laughing. He goes, no, I'm serious. And I just, 
<laughs> this is like the fifth or sixth like weird verbal gaffe that he's made so far. See, and I understand when people see that's the thing. (laughs) I understand when people have those moments like that because when you're one, when you're under pressure and you're standing in front of, of, you know, exactly, um, you get stuck kind of in a loop of vocabulary words (laughs) that you know. And he's talking about violence and he's talking about domestic violence and sure punching is the one thing that comes to mind. But seriously, before you answer, it is okay to pause and no, think not. through your answer. Time. They only get like 15 no. seconds to respond. It's okay to pause. <laughs> Take a pause. And if even in that pause you have to like talk but not actually answer the question, just be like, "You know, I'm actually going to think about this for just a second. Give me just one minute." Yeah, so you know what I mean? So that in your head you're processing what you are about to speak. Mhm. You need to do that, friend. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's. I mean, like you said, it's got to be tremendous pressure to be up there and to form the right words. So you can't really, can't really fault him too much. Do you it's remember just funny. when we did that question and answer thing for my testimony at Celebrate Recovery? Yeah. <sighs> That was the hardest thing I've ever done. And and I went into it thinking, this is going to be easy. I'm just talking to Matt, and there's people looking at us. No big deal. But everything, and I knew the questions that you were going to ask. Right. I mean, this was your idea to do it this way, wasn't it? I mean, it was both of our ideas. You don't have to throw me under the bus like that. Take take some of the the blame. But I'm pretty sure you brought it up. Um, You've not done it since, I'm sure. No. But not because of that. But I walked away oh, thinking, goodness. my gosh, I got into a couple of those loops where I just kept saying the same thing over and over, and I there's no way out. Yeah. Your only way out is to keep talking, but that's not really the way out. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. It was actually pretty good. Uh, I remember a lot of people liking that format. Oh, yeah? <sighs> yeah. Well. All right. I felt like a failure. <laughs> <laughs> Today's show is brought to you by our Christian party game, Judge Not. Judge Not has been updated and expanded, and now there are four brand new expansions to the original game, including a Christmas version, similar to the popular game Most Likely 2, and the voting game, this church culture-focused game of specs and planks, uh, will be a huge hit with your close friends. Check out this Game and all the expansions at backrowradio.com slash games. Uh, so I had said that we were only going to do the four expansions that I came out with, but I decided we're going to do one more. Mainly because, and I had already come up with this idea before, but mainly because I realized that people aren't going to mix the Christmas ones into the main all game. All the time, yeah. They're only going to use right. it Right, they're only going to use it at Christmas, and they might not ever like take it out of its specific box. And I had made enough room in the big expanded main game box for all for, the expansion okay. cards. So I'm like, all right, well, we need another box that has that many cards to fill up the main game. People can keep the Christmas one separate mm-hmm. and fill up the main game. So we're going to make one more. Uh, I'm kind of uh, excited about this. I think it's tentatively called Final Judgment. Something along those lines. Um, But uh, probably our biggest fan of the game. uh, I don't know. Close. I think she's our biggest fan ever. Oh, yes. Definitely (laughs) that. 
But uh, <laughs> not just I thought you were the game. Say, I thought you were going to say, no, I'm the biggest fan of the game. Uh, no. Uh, no. <laughs> I mean, I love the game. I really do. But she takes it to another level. Yeah. Uh, Danielle. Uh, Foster. Foster, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Danielle Foster, who's, I guess for the last, well, several years, has been following us. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can't remember She's followed time. you on Twitter long before the podcast was right. ever a thing. Uh, so anyway, she's been following, and she she has had the core game for a long time, and she purchased uh, the expansions. Been playing it. She's been spreading the good word of Judge Not to like all of her friends. Uh, she's she's in college. She's also part time, like a missionary mm-hmm. throughout the year. Uh, so she's got a, a couple perspectives that we don't really have. Uh, because I mean, I went to college for a little while, but you know, I was already married, so I didn't really get involved in the college Life. experience. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so I mean, I we don't we don't have the the college perspective nor the missionary perspective, right? Because uh, that's not something that we're actively doing. Uh, in nor our lives. like a real good perspective of being a a single person. Oh yeah, you know. Also that, that's true. Uh, so, a single person in the church, yeah. which is so, so hard. <laughs> so so we are excited. We actually reached out to her and said, hey, can you help us make the last one? So I talked with her the other day about it, and you know we've got a, a timetable set, and she's just going to come up with her best cards and, and uh, submit them, and then we'll pair through them, pick all the best ones, and, and add some of our own and come out with the final, final, final expansion to the game. Final judge not. It's going to be cool. Yeah. I'm, <clears throat> I'm really excited for this because Danielle is super snarky. Oh, yeah. She's really funny and witty. <laughs> um, so I'm really excited. I have a good feeling I'll be able to pick apart, like separate her cards from your cards just between your two personalities. Yeah. The two of you are incredibly similar, which is really weird. I got to meet Danielle last year. I had coffee with her. She's actually from the same area that our previous pastor's from. But anyway, um, so the two of you are really similar, which is weird. But at the same time, I think I'll be able to. Yeah, that's a Danielle saying. (laughs) All right. Well, speaking of uh, personalized sayings, it's time for some Christianese translations. Uh, It's the part of the week where we bring you uh, a few phrases or words that you might hear in Christian culture that uh, have, a, have a bit of a different meaning than what they sound like they have. And so we're going to translate those for you. I'll give you the phrase. Mo will give you the translation. So here we go. First one, I'm just trusting the Lord. Meaning, I'm freaking out. <laughs> Number two, we can do that on Wednesday night. Meaning, we can get the youth group into helping. <laughs> and lastly, she is such a blessing. Meaning, I wish she would quit asking me to pray for her dog. <laughs> that says stupid dog. <laughs> her stupid dog. Pray for her stupid dog. <laughs> oh man. Those um I'm two out of two out of the three I seriously relate to. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, how has your? Uh, well, it's been it's been a whole. Well, we've been gone a whole week. A whole a week. Whole week. Took a break last week. Did some more music Monday. Oh, yeah, more music mornings. Um, and uh, I'll go ahead and start with the stories this week. Since, cool. Since we're here. Cuckoo, cuckoo. Um, 
I'm going to be honest with our listeners. Uh-oh. Normally, when there's a week that Mo and I can't record, uh, as as last week was... Um, you about to throw me under the bus? No, no, no. It's oh. me. I'm throwing I, me I under the bus. I thought you were about to say, normally, it's Mo's fault. <laughs> <laughs> no. I was going to say, normally, when we can't record, uh, it's because... Or not, it's because. Normally, when that happens, I schedule, like classic episodes or the week before's episodes on replay or something for that week uh and uh you know this week we just did more music we didn't have any shows and there's there's a there's a reason for that i i i i uh i <laughs> i positioned it like it was hey we really love music and so we're just going to give you a whole lot more music what it really was is that i was in the beginning stages of what is known as the keto flu. Oh, yeah. And uh, I didn't want to do anything. Yeah. But <laughs> that's that that Saturday that we normally record, that Saturday that we couldn't record, I, uh, I had to go to a funeral uh, 20 minutes away and perform three songs for that. And Deidre sang one with me. Um, but then... My pastor, who also led the ceremony, he he had another commitment that he had to get to immediately after the funeral, and they wanted him to come and officiate over the graveside service as well, which was another hour away, mm. and he couldn't do it, and so they asked me to do that part, and so now I had to go another hour away and uh, do that and come back, and it all went fine, but you know it was about... 2 p.m. by the time that was over, it had taken the entire morning, and I had been on keto for about five days at that point, and it was really starting to hit me at that point, like Saturday, it started to ramp up of just how awful I was feeling, because your body's transitioning, and I'm sure a lot of you have heard about keto, it's the big craze right now, uh, but keto it's is a, a, it's a yeah, it's essentially Atkins. Except you drop the carbs way lower and you raise the fat uh, intake, and uh, it's it's it sounds easy and it's really hard <laughs> because even though you love like the fatty foods, there's stuff, carbs in everything. There, yeah, there's carbs in like a piece of bread. You're supposed to for for to to make sure you stay in ketosis no matter what you do. You have to drop your carbs to like 20 grams or less. Now, a lot of people can stay in the 30 to 50 range as long as they're having enough fat. Mm-hmm. But I can't I can't eat as much fat as needs to be eaten to be in that carbohydrate range. Right. I just can't. I'll, I'll get sick. Uh, so I'm staying below 20 carbs. So for the record, like a piece of bread has like 43 grams mm-hmm. of carbs in it. Mm-hmm. One slice. Yeah. So, I mean, imagine... Well, people don't think like tomatoes. <laughs> right. Carbs. So many, so many vegetables. Practically fruits. all fruits. Yeah. Um, yeah. You really have to watch. So essentially, with when you're going 20 or under, you're just, the carbs that you're getting aren't from carbohydrate sources that you would yeah. enjoy. Carrots. Yeah. That was the one thing when I was, when we were doing keto that I was like, seriously, I can't have carrots? Right. Carrots and potatoes, man. Yeah. Super They'll high. Carrots, you. potatoes, tomatoes. Super high in... <laughs> Anyway, your my, story my saving, keep going. My saving grace for the carbs is there. There are mission comes out with carb balanced tortillas, 
that are only six net carbs for one. So I can nice. like, so I can like make a cheeseburger into like a taco and eat it that way. But it's it's good. You could do a pizza on mm-hmm. top. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah. Yeah. I okay. mean they're not huge, but but still definitely enough. Make little street tacos. <laughs> okay, keep um, on. So yeah. Anyway, so I was in the I was in that, and Sunday rolled around, and I felt even worse. And it had been a very long weekend already, and I was just like, I just can't do it. I can't sit here and try and plan this stuff out for the next week. So I was copping out. It was a cop out. I mean, it worked out because the music is great, and I love uh, bringing you more of that every morning. But at the same time, it was my laziness. It wasn't a special thing. It's fair. So, I'm sorry. Fair. I'm, I'm coming off of that, that flu thing now, though. I'm feeling a lot better lately. A uh, little more tired than I used to be, but apparently that takes a little while to get over. Yeah. Because um, your body burns, you know, it burns carbohydrates and sugar for energy. And what this is doing is it's basically training your body to burn fat instead Mm -hmm. uh, and a little bit of protein, which is why you have to have a lot of protein too. But I'll tell you, in the, it's been a week and a half, I'm through the water weight shedding stage and into, I've been in ketosis for, for several days now. And are you uh, peeing on the stick? Yeah, I've been doing that. I've been testing that out. We got some sticks you can have. I'll bring them to you. <laughs> I think they expire. How long has it been since y'all Do been they on for it? real? Yeah. I'll look at the bottle and see. Um, but anyway, I've I've lost 19.8 pounds so far in a week and a half. That's awesome. Now, again, that sounds scary because that's a lot and a lot of time, but most of that's water weight. That's the beginning stages. You shed it off really quick because that's where the, your body stores all those excess carbs and glucose and whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I'm excited. It's working. Uh, I mean, the food you get to eat is still most, it's like at least 70% of the food that you love. You know, it's, yeah. it's a lot of great stuff. You just can't have those carbs. You can't have pasta. You can't have bread. Which kills me. Yeah. Oh, okay. So the devil gave me the first big temptation. Oh, to, yeah? To break my diet uh, on Thursday night at Celebrate Recovery. So we had to, or- we ordered pizza. Which is normally fine. We ordered yeah. like the Pizza Hut hand tossed, one toppings, whatever. I hate Pizza Hut's hand tossed crust. So it So it works out. Doesn't you just me. scrape the toppings yeah. off. <laughs> so it's like an hour before they're supposed to deliver the pizza and they call me. And they say, Hey, we've just had an over uh, overrun. We've been overrun with orders for hand tossed pizzas today. And we are literally out of dough for hand tossed. So we're just going to make all your pizzas pan pizzas with no upcharge or whatever and send them over. My favorite pizza is a cold pan pepperoni pizza from Pizza Hut. And so we had we had 15 of these pizzas, which is our normal order. Mm-hmm. Well, found <clears throat> out that uh, the Lighthouse guys and the Lighthouse women, which make up about 30 people or more, Decided they, or didn't decide, they got booked for some other volunteer thing that day. And so they weren't coming. So now we had a bunch of extra pizza and then it started raining. And when it rains, most of our regular people, or not most, but a good portion of our regular people don't come. Yeah, they say inside. We had, we had like seven pizzas left over and I'm sitting there and uh, because we were short staffed, the Berkeys were gone, Deidre had to help. Uh, Joanne in the nursery. So I'm the only one sitting there during group time, like waiting for people, mm-hmm. sitting there with these pizzas sitting there. 
I open it up, look at it, and I'm like, oh, man, it's my favorite pizza. And I just, I had a mental fight yeah. for a good 20 minutes. I had to go in there and talk to Deidre and have her talk me down. Yeah. Tell me this isn't worth it, please, because I'm going to break this diet immediately. So I went in there, I I, uh, I peeled the toppings off of one slice, mm-hmm. and I threw the bread away, and that gave me the taste a little bit, mm-hmm. and I was able to get through it. But yeah, gosh, that was hard. That was really hard. Yeah. Because your body craves those carbs Yeah. for a, for a while. I think when we were <sighs> all doing keto around the same time, mm-hmm. the Kellys, Chris and I, I think you... I tried it for about... Uh, uh, about four days, and yeah. I was like, "Nope, can't do this." But we were all <clears throat> in the kitchen together at CR, scraping those toppings <laughs> off of our pizza. We're like, we can do this, guys. We can do this. <laughs> this will work. <laughs> but the other fun thing that happened on that same Saturday uh, was that night we did a uh, office trivia night uh, at our at a coffee shop, a local coffee shop. My favorite um, coffee shop ever. Yeah, it's, it's all right. Um, if you come to Clovis, New Mexico, you have to go to Blackwater Coffee. It's the best coffee. So, yeah. So, Hillary and John Berkey uh, found us out, invited us to it. John uh, jumped on getting a ticket immediately when they went on sale. And apparently, they go quick because there's yeah. only nine spots. Nine teams. Yep. And so, he jumped on it, got a ticket, and then seven minutes later, they were sold out. So, uh, we got in there. We were... Our team name was Prison Mike and the Dementors. <laughs> and we're in there, and, and it's like nine rounds, one round for every season. And, you know, we're answering every question. We're like, man, these seem a little too easy at first, you know, mm-hmm. the first few rounds. And uh, after the first three rounds, they gave us a point update, and they were like, seven of the nine teams are tied for first place. And I'm like, oh, great. Okay, so these are going to be far too easy. Yeah. Uh, we got down to after the sixth season, and they announced, "All right, four of the nine teams are tied for first place." I'm like, "All right, I know it's going to come down to us and one other team, and we're going to have to have like a face off at the yeah. end." And we got to the end, and they said they announced, "We have a clear winner." And I'm like, "Oh gosh!" So I'm freaking out because they had already told us earlier in the game and after the first round that everybody had gotten one wrong okay. so far, at least one. And I'm sitting there thinking, no, we did not. Yeah. We did not get one wrong. And uh, so I was worried. I'm like, maybe I don't know. Maybe I don't know as much as I do. Maybe I think I'm more confident than I really am in in all all these trivia facts. And uh, we get there and they announce our name. And we leapt up in excitement. And like, I've never won this kind of thing before. And this is the first time I've ever been to a trivia night. And we won. It was really neat. And... (laughs) This is, here's a, a peek into my mind. <laughs> we won. We were the best team of the nine. And I was still upset about Fixated what was the on one that, that one. I missed. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and so. At the end, you go up. So can we're I, like, can y'all I still, ask? Do y'all still have the answer sheets and the key? Can we look? And it turns out we didn't miss one. We got every single one of them correct. They had put the wrong answer on the answer key. Like we got the right answer but they gave it like the wrong letter yeah. on the key. And so, you know, we got 100%. But 
I had to know that. You know, I had to, I couldn't just Matt be happy with the Matt was not going to sleep that night, <laughs> even though he was the winner and went home with the trophy and a cool little coffee mug. And they gave us a cool Dundee uh, award, and then we all got a coffee mug. All four of us got a mug and a bunch of stickers. But there was only one trophy. And so <laughs> John and Hillary and Deidre and I were fighting over which family gets to keep Seriously, the trophy. Seriously, guys, six months <laughs> at each other's house. That's all you got to do. And see, Hillary brought that up. She said, okay, how about you? Ha- y'all have it in the winters and we'll have it in the, the spring. Yeah. And uh, I said, okay, yeah, that's fine. And she starts handing over. She goes, never mind. I don't like that idea. <laughs> <laughs> Because y'all get it now, and I don't want you to get it now. So the, I mean, the technically, well, if you guys get it in the fall and the winter, and they get it in the spring yeah, and yeah, the yeah. summer, yeah. Okay. So the compromise we made is it's going to stay in the sound booth here at church, because we all work in the sound booth. <laughs> Which I mean, nobody's really fair. happy with, but yeah. that, I guess that's the true form of compromise. Everybody's just a little unhappy. One day it's going to go missing. <laughs> right? And you know it's going to be Hillary. It, well... Hillary. Hillary came up to Daedra. She's all, you know, you, you you could give the Dundee to John for his birthday. Oh my goodness. And Daedra's like, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Daedra oh, is, this is what I love about Daedra. I, she is the sweetest person mm-hmm. in the world. <laughs> I, I honest to goodness do not think I've ever met anyone as genuinely sweet and meek and just mild-mannered. And I know that you say that there's another side of her, and I've seen glimpses of yeah. of that. But <laughs> but then, you know, you typically tend to think that you can, like, take over people that are like that. Yeah. You know, manipulate them, right. make them do what you want. She is not manipulated. No. At all. She has no <laughs> issues saying no to people, like, which is the total opposite of her personality right you know what she kind of exudes yeah yeah like, and yeah. you're like oh this will be an easy one i'll just go ask daedra hey daedra can you do it no what huh but but you're so nice <laughs> <laughs> i've done that a couple times when i think maybe with awanas or bbs or something hey daedra could you no no i won't Oh, <laughs> but then she'll be like, go ask Joanna. Joanna might. <laughs> um, oh. So I don't have any really cool updates, and you took an awful long time to, I did, I'm sorry, yeah. to update. So, I had you a know, lot to say. I will say this. So I'm going to share a story, okay. and I want your opinion on it. Okay. Okay? Because I'm an, an analytical person, and so things happen, and then I analyze them and pick them apart, and I'm like, well, okay. Maybe the world isn't so terrible and awful of a place. Or maybe the world is. I don't know. (laughs) So, this past week was book fair week at Mila's school. Mm. And so, every day she went with a little bit of money. You know, she bought bookmarks and she bought a pen. And Thursday was her class's big day to go. So, that's when she went with her actual money. Right. But leading up to that, we gave her change. Gotcha. It was Wednesday, and she's walking. I pick her up from school. I pick her up across the street in the church parking lot, which is what a bunch of, of families do. Um, So she's walking down the sidewalk, and I can clearly see she is my child. You know when she's having a good day and when she's having a bad day. She wears it all over her face. So she gets to the car, and I can tell that it had been a bad day. Something 
had just happened. Her mm. eyes are br- bright red. Her face is just very, like, sad and, you know, she's walking with one of her best friends. And so she opens up the door and I say, what happened? And she said, I was walking and my change fell out of my purse and fell on the ground. And as I was picking it up, this boy came up behind me and picked up all of the change that I hadn't got yet and took off running. And even though a lady asked him, is that your change? He didn't answer. He just took off running. And now he's getting in the car with his mom and I can't get my change. Wow. So I took the change. I said, how much did you have? And she said, 62 cents. 63 cents. She had 21 cents. Easy math for me. I can do this, okay? (laughs) Okay, you're missing 42 cents. I could have given her 42 cents. Easy. But I felt that the boy's mom needed to know what happened. I have two boys. I would have wanted to know. Right. So... This wasn't like, oh, I dropped my change too. Is this some of mine and some of, you know, this was not an accident. This was purposeful. Right. So I turned the car around and I think that I spot the car that he got into. Mila tells me what he was wearing, but I wasn't 100% sure. So I follow the car. This is the only part of the, yeah. (laughs) This is the only part of the story that I'm like, maybe you shouldn't have done that. But I follow the car. They're going to a house within the neighborhood that's right there. They park. The little boy hops out. And I said to Mila, is that the little boy? And she said, yeah. And I said, okay. So we park. And I said, okay, hop out. They had already ran in the house, you know, by the time that we get back and we park. So I walked up and I knocked on the door and the mom answered. And I very politely said, I introduced myself. I said, my name's Megan. Our kids go to school together. And as they were walking to our cars, my daughter dropped her change. And I believe your son has 42 cents that belongs to her. And she, her eyes got really big. And she looked at me and she said, give me one moment. I will check with him. Closes the door. And I can hear on the other side of the door, Cooper, did you take money from a girl? <laughs> Next thing I know, the door opens, the little boy hands Mila the change, tears streaming down his face, you know. (laughs) Mila's eyes light up like, wow, this actually worked. (laughs) And the mom looks at me and says, I'm so sorry. And I immediately tell her, it's okay. I have two boys who would have done exactly the same thing. But as a mom of two boys, I know that I would have wanted to know. And as a mom of somebody who was wronged, I feel like I have to do everything in my power to protect her and make sure that it's taken care of. And she said, nope, I completely agree. She asked Mila what her name was. She apologized directly to Mila, made her little boy apologize to Mila. So, but as I'm leaving, I'm like, this could have gone really wrong. Yeah. Like, you are pulling up to some person's house <laughs> and accusing her son, them, right? Them. <laughs> accusing her son of being a thief. You really have no proof other than your child's word. Oh, God. But as I'm leaving, I kind of thought... This makes me feel good about moms out there. One, be the mom that's willing to take up for your kid. Yeah. Be the mom that's... And Mila just kept saying, thank you, mom. Thank you, mom. And I had, I told her, I said, sister, you have to understand. I will always do anything that I can to make sure you... If you are wronged, it is right. It is made right. But you have to understand that there are going to be people who are not going to be like that mom. There are yeah. going to be people who are going to argue with us. There are going to be people who are going to say that you're lying. And you have to be okay with that. 
And she said, okay, so be the mom that's willing to protect your kid and do the hard thing. Maybe think it through a little more than I did. (laughs) But also be the mom that's willing to listen to someone else. Don't be so quick to say, no, my kid would never do that. My kid, that's my child's 42 cents. I sent him to school with it. Thank you very much, you know? Yeah. So all in all, I just kind of thought, okay, this could have gone really wrong, but I'm so glad that it went really right. Right, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What would you have done had it been Eli who took the 42 cents (sighs) and a mom came up to your house? (laughs) Oh, okay, if Eli was the the money taker. Yeah. Yeah, exactly the same thing uh, that mom did, I'm sure. Um, But if I was in your position... I would have used that as an opportunity to teach my kid a lesson about rude people. (laughs) (laughs) People are awful. Absolutely. I'll replace your money. So (laughs) third grade has been really hard for Mila. This has been, and I remember third grade being really hard for me. Yeah. In multiple ways. Academically, it's hard because you start to learn multiplication and division and fractions. And I hate that. Like, why can't we just do math or addition and subtraction? (laughs) That's all that we really use in life anyway. Um, we, we live with eight calculators around us at all times. For real. <laughs> Seriously. But that's also uh, when like kids start to become rebellious and yeah. mean. And you start to see the bullies. And Mila has had that this year. Mila mm. is very much my child where she's a friend to everybody and thinks that everybody's supposed to be a friend to her. And why aren't you being nice to me? I'm always nice to you. Right. And so... In this situation, I was finally like, nope, I'm done. There ain't going to be another kid that's going to steal my child's joy today. I'm not putting up with it. I can do something about this. I'll follow this car that has tags from Alaska. <laughs> Freaking Alaskans. Straight to their front money. door. No, this oh, mom was really great. I'm, I really wish there were more moms in the world like that. I don't know that I could have done the same thing that, that she did. And I'm just going to be straight up honest. Really? Had it been my boys, I would have been like, mm, I'll see. And then would have shut the door and probably not asked. And then just came back and been like, he said he doesn't have any money. <laughs> Goodness, Mo. I know. I can admit it. I can admit it. I'm a mama bear. All right, all right. Well, with that... You can tell we haven't been here in a week because we are way over. So we're going to go ahead and push our news story to next hour. Uh, We are going to take a break. Next hour, we're going to talk about seven tips for making holiday shopping way easier. But for now, it is Manic Monday. We're going to kick off this block of music with three songs to rock your socks off. Stick around. We'll be back at the top of the hour. Three glazed donuts, two chocolate-covered donuts, two maple bars, and a cinnamon roll. I got it. Sam, long time no see. How you doing? Hey, Bill, doing okay. Hang on a second, will you? Excuse me, uh, can you put extra frosting on that cinnamon roll? No problem. Thanks, I appreciate that. Uh, so, how's the diet coming along? Really good. 
The doctor's been really strict, but I eat everything he tells me to eat. Hey, you want a donut? No, thanks. The doctor tells you to eat donuts? Oh, no, no, no. That's something I allow myself to do. You can't be 100% faithful with everything. Even a diet? Especially a diet. Really? So, have you lost any weight? You know, come to think of it, I think I've gained a couple of pounds. Man, this diet is worthless. I just knew that doctor didn't know what he was talking about. If you allow sin to have a little space, it will grow. If you truly want to grow in Christ, be obedient to God in all areas of your life. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show here on Back Row Radio. It's Matt and Mo with you. In the studio. In the studio. Uh, a little bit of news to kick off the hour. Uh, one Hallmark Christmas movie lover will jingle all the way to the bank this holiday season. Thanks to the internet, cable, and phone provider CenturyLink, one viewer has the opportunity to receive $1,000 for watching 24 Hallmark movies, Christmas movies, over the course of 12 days in December. The Dream Job asks applicants to name their favorite Hallmark Christmas movie, describe what role Christmas movies play in the holiday traditions, their holiday traditions, and provide an optional video showing off their Christmas spirit. Along with the $1,000 payout for watching the movies by December 25th, the winner will receive a packet of hot cocoa, a box of Christmas cookies, a string of fairy lights, a mini Christmas tree, and a plethora of Hallmark Swag. This sounds like right up my alley. <laughs> so get on it. No, because CenturyLink sucks and oh, we don't have true. CenturyLink. CenturyLink, well, even if we had them, they still, never mind. They, they are the worst internet provider. They're pretty bad. Uh, uh, we are awful. spoiled in this town with, with, yes. a, with a local internet provider called Plateau. Mm-hmm. And they've got that, that gigabit internet mm-hmm. for not that much money. Yeah. And it's fantastic. So my brother-in-law, I've talked about him a few times on the show, but Nick, he is a computer programmer. And when we first moved here, well, when we first moved here, we went from Suddenlink to CenturyLink and then finally Plateau, realizing that the other two internet providers, we don't know how they even are remaining operable in this town because they suck. In comparison, I think to it's just literally the like the name brand factor. Like yeah. people tend to automatically trust names that they've heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but, but yeah. comparison don't. wise, yeah. plateaus far and above. So better. there was a time where my brother-in-law had to. What is it called when he like remotes into the computer? There was a virus on our computer, and he was going to check it. So from his house in Tennessee, mm. he remoted into our computer. Anyway, screen mirroring. I'm not sure. So he did that, and he's like, "What kind of internet do y'all have?" And so Chris is like, "Oh, it's it's fiber optic, you know, this and that, blah blah blah." Remote viewing. Remote viewing. And so he's like, "This is this is." He just went on for 30 minutes about how great the internet is. I've never seen internet this fast with this this high speed tech or capability and blah blah. And I'm like, "Okay, it's internet." 
Yeah, it's really right. good. We can all stream and we can all be yeah. on, like, all on our devices, all on television, Topher playing video games. All high definition. Yep. No and buffering. Slowing down. Yeah. It's fantastic. It's amazing. And I don't even have the full gigabit. I'm doing the, the step down, the 100 megabit. And still all that yeah. with no problem. Yeah. Like, I don't see why anyone would need to pay for the gigabit because the 100 megabit does. That's what we have. We have the 100 megabit. Yeah. yeah. It's 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 great. And it's like 70 bucks a month. It's, uh, the 100 megabit's only 55. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Um, so. And so, yeah, it's it's like that Google, that Google Wi-Fi that they've been slowly rolling out. Like, Google's been going to bigger towns, bigger cities and putting it in. Okay. One city by city. And so there's there are very few that I'm aware of, very few other internet companies that are like trying to do that, like the gigabit internet. So we really are fortunate mm-hmm. that it's here. And it's taken a while to roll out to the entire area. Yeah. Like I remember it was like a neighborhood by neighborhood, zone by zone thing for yep. like 10 years. But now I think they're in all, all of Clovis and they're branching out to other yeah. towns around us, but... It's so our house fantastic. was the first house on our street to have it. And the only reason we know that is because you had to call to see yeah. if you were in the zone, you know. And the guy was like, well, we actually just added that area about a month ago and nobody else has it. Do you want it? And wow. Chris is like, yeah. Heck to the yes. We want it. <laughs> Duh. And he's like, all right, well, you're going to be the first ones on your street. Okay. <laughs> it cracks me up how crazy people get over we're basically telling you now you gotta spread the word. Yeah. <laughs> Invite your neighbors over, see how fast things move. True story. I don't like my neighbors though. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, I like one of them. That's it. Yeah. Hey. What? Talking about a Hallmark movie. <laughs> I had something really weird happen yesterday. Okay. Okay. Like Twilight Zone weird. Okay. Okay. So I'm I'm in the process of getting my house clean for visitors coming in. And as I was going room by room, I would put on a Christmas show in the room just as background noise like a Christmas movie. Yeah. So to like motivate me to keep working. Okay? So I go into Topher's room and I turn on Netflix and Netflix has like this whole thing of their own original Christmas movies. Yeah, they're they're trying to compete with Hallmark in yeah. that sense, yeah. They're not as good, but <laughs> still. But there was a Dolly Parton one, okay, which I love Dolly Parton. Those of you who know me, she's like one of my favorite people ever. Um, You didn't know that? No, I knew that. Oh, okay. Um, Just to music, that's all. Okay. Her and Candace Cameron Bure. Um, Odd combination. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but there's a movie called Two Doors Down, okay? And it's a Christmas movie, and it's a, it's isn't not... A, isn't that a Christian band? Uh, it is a Christian band. No, 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 no. Three Doors Down. But that's not a Christian band either. They're a band. They're a band. I'm thinking of, the, they... I'm thinking of These Five Down. That's a Christian band. Okay. So the movie is called Two Doors Down. Okay. And it's about this family, and... Uh, anyway, it's a really good movie. Okay. Not a Christian movie, but a really good Christmas movie. Okay. I didn't get to see the end part, okay? So, well, I'm like vacuuming and cleaning our carpets, and so I don't get to hear how it ends. 
because my stuff is too loud. Okay. So I go to go to bed last night, and I'm like, okay, I'll just put on the last part that I missed, and I'll watch it as I'm going to sleep. Yeah. I can't find it. <laughs> it's nowhere. <laughs> like, was it anywhere? What, were you sure that it was a Netflix original? Yes. Huh. That's weird. I know. Because, I mean, I've had it happen on streaming services where, like, I'm watching a show or a movie, and then... It like expired from their contract or whatever when I was in the middle of it, and so the next day it was gone. Uh, because you know all of those movies have specific contracts with specific end dates, but if it's a Netflix Netflix original, I don't know why it wouldn't be there. I know. Hmm. So her other one, Heartstrings, is there, but Heartstrings is more of a western, and I'm not into yeah westerns. Yeah. The. Uh, I have no idea how the movie ends. <laughs> I even went into Topher's room at 11 o'clock last night. At, he's asleep. <laughs> went back through his TV. Went to the previous, not previously watched, what is it? Watch Again yeah. or whatever on Netflix. So you didn't it's even, not even there. You didn't even put it on your own profile when you were in Topher's room? No, I did. Oh. So we each have our, on every TV, when it comes up on Netflix, it has all of our profiles on the home screen so yeah then it would have been on your other tv (laughs) just as well you were just double checking yeah i I was just making sure this is weird why isn't it here exactly yeah okay well maybe you were on tofers you didn't know about it maybe check tofers no because i I purposely (laughs) remember going to my profile it's so, like I really weird. felt like I was in the twilight zone, <laughs> and everybody in my house is asleep, and I'm just standing Google there. it online. There's nothing, no results. <laughs> what? No, <laughs> I know this movie exists. Right? I was here. I, I just saw have it. To write Dolly a letter and tell her this is the movie that I watched, and there was a whole beginning with her at Dollywood sitting in the theater talking about why she decided this movie was a great idea. Okay, so look, you're reminding me of something that happened when I was a kid. When I was a kid, do you remember the Nickelodeon show All That? Uh Their sketch comedy Mm -hmm. thing? So there was an episode that came out where Kenan Thompson played a a villain. It was like a Bond type riff, and he played a villain called Coldfinger. And he just had like a big ice cube over his finger. Mm -hmm. Okay. This was touted as like a brand new episode and everything. It was a big deal. I was excited. I watched it every week and they were always new. And I watched that episode. I'm like, I've seen this episode. And not like recently, like a year ago. And I go and look and I realize there, like every every commercial is there. We'll be back to this brand new whatever. Yeah. And I went and looked online like later in life and it had... You know, it was in the middle of that season. I'm like, no, this was like the first episode I ever saw. And so I don't know if this was like a pilot episode that happened a year before they decided to do the whole show. And then they finally went back and did it. And then they finally went back, but they put it in the middle of the season and touted it as new or not. Thinking that not everybody had seen it. They didn't have enough viewers at that point. But like that was my first existential crisis as a kid. Yeah. Like this isn't new. This isn't new. How have I seen this? This, you know, because like the season had just started a few weeks before. I'm like, how have I already seen this? How do I remember every scene in this episode now? Right. Like as soon as I saw that, it clicked and I remembered everything else that happened in that show as it came up. 
And I was freaking out. And to this day, I still don't know for sure what happened. See? Did I peek into the future? Twilight Zone stuff. (laughs) Look, next Christmas, Two Doors Down is going to come out. And it's going to be the hit. And I'm going to be like, (laughs) I watched it. And here's like, here's another, the, the second existential crisis I had with television. We, we live on the border with Texas, mm-hmm. and they're in a different time zone. And so I would watch, we, we typically have a lot of channels that come in from Texas, mm-hmm. so it's, it's on their time schedule. Right. But I would watch, uh, before, used to in WWE, they would have this, the Sunday night pay-per-view, but they would have an hour show beforehand called Sunday Night Heat, and it was kind of like the pre-show but they did that show every week, but it became the pre-show for the pay-per-views mm-hmm. on pay-per-view night. And they were live. They were live shows. The pay-per-views were live shows. So I am watching what is airing as a live show for Sunday Night Heat. Playing during the first hour of a live pay-per-view that's already airing. Mm-hmm. Both of them are on my TV. Both playing at the same time, but one is happening an hour before the other. Mm-hmm. And to this day, I can't wrap my mind around what's happening because they they air live on this channel. It's not a replay. It's not a uh, whatever. You know, it's not a a delay. I don't understand how that happened. Well, I've always (laughs) thought that they adjust. Well, but then that's not live, I guess. Right? They're live. They had flat. I remember it was flashing live down on the bottom corner. It's recorded live. (sighs) No, that's not. I know it. See, and I've had that issue with Live PD. I mean, it's in the name for Pete's sake, Live Mm -hmm. PD. But then I'm watching it and I'm like, wait a minute. It was just dark. And now you're showing me a clip where the sun's out. Because they follow 12 different departments (laughs) all across the United States, you know. And so they'll go to, like, one department and show a clip from there, show a scene, whatever the crime is going on. And then it's like, okay, well, we're going to go over to da-da-da-da-da. But it's, like, middle of the day. Yeah. And it's 9 o'clock at night. And so I, things like that, I wonder, do you record it live and then tell me that it's live, even though it's not actually live in real time? But it was recorded live. Yeah. I feel like that would be easy to pull off. Film like you do with cops and then just get a whole bunch of people in that conference room that goes between all these cameras and yeah. make it seem like yeah. we're jumping in with a live thing. Because it is a little convenient, right? Then well, I mean... <laughs> we jump over with this one group and oh, they're doing something. Yeah. <laughs> what do yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. And sometimes they'll say, we're going to show you a clip from something that happened earlier today. But they don't always say that. Right. <laughs> TV's weird. All right. Yeah. Well, we're already we've talked for Again. quite a while and haven't done any of the things we were supposed I know. to do in this Sorry. hour. Sorry. Jeez. Five random facts. Let's go. Five random facts. Research suggests that people eat better when their football team wins, but if their team loses, unhealthy eating habits increase. Weird. Mhm. Uh, encephalitis. Yep. Lethargica. Good job. Also known as sleeping sickness, is a disease that causes people to lay motionless and speechless, but conscious and aware. Terrifying. I think it could be fun. Nightmare. Like, let's have all of our friends come over for Friendsgiving and all of a sudden 
I go into this encephalitis lethargica. And I get to hear what y'all say about me when but you, you think I'm asleep. Move. You can't move or you can't talk. You're just exactly. There. You're just there experiencing, but you can't do anything about it. Yeah. Terrifying. Get to hear what y'all say. <laughs> the name That's Jessica. Such a weird <laughs> <laughs> the name Jessica um, was created by Shakespeare. Yeah, I knew that one. I remember that from high school. I don't have the rest of the story. I don't know where that came from, but there well, you, go. you know, Shakespeare created a lot of words and stuff for that had never been used before. He just created words, and he did the same thing with some names. What's he think he's Marion Webster or something? <laughs> Essentially, um, even horses get nervous when they are about to run in a race. The jockeys bring goats to calm them down. <laughs> okay, and the international calling code for Russia is zero zero seven. Really, double o seven. From Russia with love. Wow. Some people love ranch dressing to the point of devotion. In 2017, the brand launched its first ranch-themed clothing line. This is Hidden Valley. Last year, Hidden Valley unveiled new holiday-themed items like. Ranch snow globes and an inflatable glowing ranch bottle lawn decoration. But now, with Christmas just a few weeks away, the ranch shop is out with a dozen new exclusive limited edition Hidden Valley items. The brand mentions 12 days of ranchmas. And one special selection that is currently only available for pre-order, a custom Hidden Valley Ranch stocking filled with actual ranch dressing. I think I'm good. <laughs> it's $35 plus tax. You can reserve your very own 15-inch by 7-inch plastic stocking that comes pre-filled with 52 ounces of Hidden Valley Original Ranch Dressing. I mean, how much do you have to love ranch dressing that when you wake up on Christmas morning and you see a stocking full of it, that you'll be excited. Listen, I'm half <laughs> tempted to get this as a gag gift because my boy's youth leader hates ranch dressing. Oh, I hate it too. He hates it. So I'm half tempted to <laughs> to get it simply as a gag gift. I think it'd be fun. <laughs> All right. Our main, our main topic for this hour, we're going to be talking about eight tips for making holiday shopping way easier. We're going to try and go through these pretty quickly. Uh, number one... Understand the difference between Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Black Friday allows plenty of time to plan ahead as most deals are advertised weeks in advance. It also offers much better deals on splurge items like TVs, laptops, and appliances. Uh, But aside from the obvious advantage of avoiding huge crowds and aggressive shoppers, Cyber Monday offers better deals on small gadgets, uh, niche gifts, and secondhand items uh, like things you typically find on eBay. But the important distinction is for Cyber Monday, you don't always get an advanced look at what's going to go on sale. In fact, stuff like Amazon, they'll do like random things for sale at different points in the day for Mm -hmm. only a few hours at a time. Yeah. And so you really got to be watching. (laughs) It's always been my belief that whatever didn't sell on Black Friday becomes a Cyber Monday deal. Yeah. That's what I think. You think so? Uh, all right, let's see. The next tip is to join Retail Me Not. Are you mm-hmm. aware of Retail Me Not? I yeah. am. It is a fantastic resource. Yep. Uh, you don't actually have to join anything. I think they offer a, a membership, but uh, I think that 
only just I think you can set it up to where they'll send you an email if a certain store you like has a new coupon or something. Yeah. But you can just go there at any point when you're buying something online, Search type in the store, store mm-hmm. and it'll show you all the coupons and things that are going on that day that you can add, the coupon codes. Uh, it's a fantastic resource throughout the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, tip number three, take notes throughout the year. This is a little late for you now, but you know, back in time, you know, leading into next year. Uh, thousands of products are advertised online in stores and on social media all year long. Uh, so you don't have to always wait to get a specific gift for somebody. And I know that's always a gamble, buying a gift really early, because mm-hmm. what if they see this item and they buy it? But, you know, there's always some things you're like, they're never going to buy this for themselves. If it goes on sale in July, buy it, store it. Christmas time comes around, you already got the gift ready to go. Yeah. We've done this for the first time this year yeah. with our kids. like, which I So I've always kept notes in my phone, in the little note thing. Come July is when everybody starts to say, hey, this would be really... So, okay, put this in. Chris needs a new watch. All right, new watch. Chris wants tall socks. Okay, cool, tall socks. So that I don't forget those... So boring, those, Chris. So I don't forget those little <laughs> things that, you know... You tend to forget about. Yeah. But for the first time, Chris was like, hey, these games are on sale specifically for Topher. Let's order them now. Mm-hmm. I have been freaking out over the last couple months or a couple weeks <laughs> because I'm terrified that I'm going to forget where those things that we've had for six months <laughs> are hidden. And come Christmas morning, listen, I bought things just a couple weeks before and hid them. And then come Christmas morning, I'm like, oh, hold on. (laughs) Wait, wait. (laughs) I hear Santa in the closet. Um, Must have transported down here. Right. Forgot something. So I'm terrified that I'm going to forget where those (laughs) things are that we ordered back in July. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Uh, next tip, use Google Shopping. Google Shopping recently got a facelift, adding cool new features to make your life easier. The update personalizes shopping suggestions based on your web activity, just like their ads do. <laughs> then directs shoppers to uh, purchase products through the Google site, a third-party retailer site, or in-store. Uh, this is especially useful during the holidays because Google Shopping will tell you if you can pick up a product at a nearby location if you don't have time to wait for an online order to be delivered. Huh. Which is a neat feature. That is a really cool feature. Uh, Let's see here. Next one. Get one-day shipping at Target, Walmart, or even Amazon in certain areas. One-day shipping. Free next-day shipping uh, on orders over $35 at Walmart in some markets. Target sometimes offers same-day delivery for everything from toys to kitchen to dining to pretty much everything that you can get through the app. Same day. It's like a delivery service, like for pizza. That's pretty that. cool. Isn't that neat? Uh, of course, in-store pickup as well, but that's always handy. Uh, stock up on the go-to holiday gifts. When you see universal crowd pleasers like candles, gift cards, blankets, socks on sale, purchase them in bulk some point throughout the year. Then combine a few to create a curated set perfect for a last-minute gift exchange or holiday parties or things of that nature. Do gift cards go on sale? There are times when, like, you can get a gift card, uh, like a $50 gift card for $40. Really? Yeah. I know Chili's does that occasionally. I know a lot of other retailers will do that. But it's like you're ordering it through the 
online, not like the you know the kiosk of yeah of uh, in cards Albertsons. at Albertsons or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, the specific retailer that sells the card will do those kind of deals every now and then. Hmm. Or they'll be like, get a buy a fifty dollar gift card and we'll give you another ten dollar gift card. And so you got a big gift for somebody and a small gift for somebody for free. What? You know? Yeah. Why didn't I know about this? <laughs> They're neat. Uh, lastly, or not lastly, number seven, organize receipts. No matter how confident you are in your gift giving skills, you should always keep your receipts, store them neatly in a drawer till it's time for holiday parties where you will be totally prepared for the awkward moment when a family member tries on the brand new sweater you got them and it's two sizes too small. <laughs> and lastly, take advantage of free shipping day on December 14th. So if you miss the Cyber Monday memo, you, you miss that day, time goes by, fear not. For 24 hours only on Saturday, December 14th, big and small online retailers, nearly a 1,000 in total, will offer free shipping. And while we don't necessarily suggest waiting this late in the game to stock up on holiday gifts, we do understand that it's sometimes unavoidable. So, you know, check it out. You can actually get a, uh, a whole list of the retailers that will do this online at freeshippingday.com. So, a lot of good tips for you there. As we are entering this holiday season, Black Friday is this Friday. Mm -hmm. This whole month has gone by in a blink for me, I feel like. See, I saw somebody say that yesterday. They were like, October flew by, but November is dragging on. I feel like it was the opposite. I feel like October took forever. And November has been here for a second and a half. That's what people said. That October took forever and November flew by. And you don't agree with that? No, I feel like what I originally said, that October flew by. Yeah. Gosh, see, I'm all confused. You're so confused. Can we just move on, please? It's Monday. <laughs> November's taking a long time, okay? that That's what I'm getting to. I'm okay with it, though. All right, so you know what my best find so far is? I'm going to give this a tip. Any of you who have kids that love Nerf guns and, and you know, having a whole arsenal, Nerf has come out with, uh, I think it's called uh, Alpha Force. It's Alpha something. A new set of guns that are minimal on plastic. Like they, they don't have like super special designs. The handles aren't fully covered. They're just kind of, they have like the, the lined plastic mm-hmm. uh, base. No, no special form or feature or anything. But half the price. It's really? all the mechanics of the gun. It's basically a very stripped down but official Nerf gun. All the mechanics that you need and still look pretty cool. They're orange yeah. and yellow uh, for like half the price of the normal stuff. You can get a gun that shoots four bullets, like a medium-sized gun that would normally cost you 10 to 12 bucks yeah. for $5. There is a set with a six-shooter like rotating gun. Two of those four guns, a shotgun, a bottle to shoot down, and like 30 bullets for like 20 bucks. Wow. It's ridiculous. And so my son, who loves those Nerf guns and loves having a whole arsenal of them, is going to have a good Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks like, to Alpha I can Force. afford this. Yeah. Like we were going to get him like one new gun. I'm like, we're going to give him a arsenal to hide all over his room. <laughs> it's going to be great. And come February, <laughs> oh, you're going to we'll, be we'll like. We'll regret it, for sure. 
You better. No, no. Here you go. <laughs> Buy your own arsenal oh, as yeah. well. Just be ready to go. See? Have, that's all I you got to do. I have a handful of those like mega bullet Nerf guns. Yeah. Well, they shoot those big ones, big mamas. Those things hurt. Yeah, they do hurt. The red ones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're no joke. So our kids every year buy a gift for each other and then buy a gift for Chris and I. Okay. Yeah. And I take them, obviously, to buy Chris's gift. Well, we knew last year that we were buying each of them one of the new Nerf guns. They yeah. each got their own color, blah, blah, blah. That's cool. Yeah. I take Topher to go get Chris's Christmas gift, and Topher will not leave the Nerf gun section, which is cool. Chris loves Nerf guns. Yeah. Okay. And so in my head, I'm like, they are, they are already getting their own Nerf gun. <laughs> and he doesn't realize this, but he is about to just load his own dad up with his own arsenal, you know? And so I was like, sure, if that's really what you want to get him, absolutely. He'll love it. You can get that for him. And so the kids, of course, open up their gifts and Topher like immediately looks at me when he opens up his Nerf gun head on a quick swivel over to me, eyes huge. And he's looking at me as if like telepathically saying oh my gosh this is great i can't wait until dad opens up his gun so chris opens up his and he's like yeah (laughs) and immediately topher rips out his nerf gun and he's like you ready let's go (laughs) that to me was like commercial christmas yeah right there in my living room thanks to nerf have you seen the judge nerf gun no the Judge, which I think is only available on Amazon at this point. It has a barrel that shoots uh, 30 darts, three at a time. The barrel that rolls around is as big as a human head. What? It is this massive cannon-looking gun. And I want it so bad, but Danger won't let me buy it. <laughs> So I'm going to need someone to buy me that for Christmas (laughs) so that I can open it up Christmas morning. Nobody's getting Nerf guns in my house this year. They got Nerf guns last year. Just you. Yep. So that I can open it up and like they all scatter (laughs) in a frenzy to try and find their Nerf guns from last year. Uh, All right, we're going to break right there. We'll be back in the third hour. We're going to talk about Chick-fil-A and the most recent controversy. But for now, it is a music break time, and we're going to kick that off with three songs that will rock your socks off here on Manic Monday. Back at the top of the hour. Stick around. Monday morning. Uh, had, a lo- had a long show today. Lots to talk about so far. Big segments. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. We'll try not to do that the rest of the week. 
but this hour, I'm sure it'll be just the same. <laughs> We're going to start with a new story. A new National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation-inspired ceramic village is on the market this holiday season. Fans of the Christmas comedy starring Chevy Chase can now bring the Griswold family off of their screens and into their homes with this hilarious set of figures and buildings based on the cult favorite flick. Whether you set them up under your tree or on top of your mantle, the goofy scenes the pieces portray are sure to get a chuckle from friends and family, no matter where you place them. The collection is currently being sold in mix-and-match pieces on Amazon through a store called Department 56, which specializes in quirky Christmas village decor. Department 56 was like the village yeah. company. Right. And uh, we just got gifted... Uh, like, uh, my father-in-law's mother had a big Christmas village, mm -hmm. and she gave, she split it up into thirds and gave each to each grandkid. So, Deidre got a third of the village, Joanna and Brian, they all got a third of the village. So, we have this third of this massive collection, like this whole tub full of these Christmas village things that we don't have a place for. But, uh, I guess now we're going to be... I almost said village people. <laughs> Guess now we're village people. YMCA. <laughs> yep. Um, <sighs> your your counter right there that comes off of the to the side in the kitchen. It's Just always, clear it off. It's always full of garbage. No, nope. see that's the thing. During Christmas, <laughs> it gives you the opportunity to not be hoarders because you've got all these decorations out. So we're hoarding decorations instead of everything else. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Okay, so big goings on in the world of Chick Fil A that Mo is completely unaware of. Yep. So she's going to be learning about this story uh, as we discuss it. So here we go. Turned on the internet the other day. Okay. Earlier last week, on Twitter, I see the headline: Chick Fil A. Promises to no longer support anti-LGBT charities. Okay. Sounds pretty rough. Promises to do, you know, after they've been making the stand pretty much for two years now. And they've been kind of painted as this anti-LGBT thing. And now suddenly they do a complete 180, this Christian company. Okay. What's happening? So I open, and what I see is that all of these news organizations are framing their headlines like that. Chick-fil-A promises not to do this. Chick-fil-A abandons anti-LGBT. Chick-fil-A no longer supporting anti-LGBT. Chick-fil-A abandons Salvation Army and FCA for their anti-LGBT whatever. And that's not what they say at all. In their statement. Okay. Which is weird. So their statement is actually about who they're going to be donating to next year. And from their statement, it's clear that in previous years, they've had like a agreement, a multi-year agreement that we're going to be donating to these companies uh, for this amount of time. That ends this year. Which tells me that even if they wanted to stop giving to the companies that uh, were considered anti-LGBT by the that movement, 
they stuck to their commitments. They mm-hmm. did their commitment until it ended. Mm-hmm. This year, they are not giving to Salvation Army. They're not giving to FCA. They're not required to. You know? Mm-hmm. Nobody's required to give to a charity that they give to for the rest of existence. Right. This year, they're giving to uh, an education uh thing uh called junior achievement usa which offers uh programs to kindergartner through 12th grade to foster work readiness entrepreneurship and financial literacy uh basically helping them enter the workforce and be adults it's a good they're uh they're partnering with covenant house which is a youth homelessness thing uh where they're fighting homelessness help transform and save lives more than a million homeless runaway and traffic young people reaching 70,000 youth each year. Mm-hmm. Great organization. Yeah. And then Hunger, they continue to support uh, communities that every time they open a new branch, a new Chick-fil-A uh, in a city, they partner with the local food, ki- food banks. They're giving them $25,000 in that community. Wow. I can't tell from the wording here if they continue to do that every year or if it's just the, the community out there that one year. Okay. Uh, but either way, still a cool thing. So that that's what they're focusing on for 2020, committing $9 million to these things. In this long post, which is on the Chick-fil-A website, they don't say anything about Salvation Army, about FCA, or about the LGBT movement. They don't say what motivated them. They don't take any kind of stand. They don't put any kind of shots at those other companies. Nothing. Mm-hmm. All it is, we're moving our money to a couple other charities this year after an extended period where we gave to these companies. Mm-hmm. And so the kind of more left culture is propping this up as like a big win they're taking a stand now against lgbt movements and uh, not really doing that yeah the right culture is reading all those very uh Bias. eye-catching yeah. headlines yeah and saying chick-fil-a has abandoned us they've abandoned christianity they've abandoned their morals without doing their research right and <laughs> i'm sitting here thinking i bet that they made this decision to kind of quell the anti-LGBT uh, brush that they've been painted with, which probably isn't the best move, because these are these are these aren't Christian charities that they're giving to. Right. They're they're uh, in fact I think Covenant House has a a whole branch in their thing for LGBT youth to try and keep them from you know traffic. Same thing, but you know they reach out to them as well. And Christians are seeing that as a, a bad thing, They're seeing that as a terrible thing. That that's that's affirming LGBT movement. I mean, it's not really. It's right. just acknowledging that they exist and they have particular needs mm-hmm. in uh, the homelessness community. Um, but I mean, it's it's. I like. I honestly think that that's that was probably a large motivation. Is that look, we're sick of being labeled the anti-LGBT. Uh, restaurant. We just yeah. want to make chicken. <laughs> we we fulfilled our commitment. We honored the contract. Let's just let's take a step down. You know. <laughs> yeah. And I completely get that because it's a restaurant. 
But what I really don't like is the Christian response to it so far. And here's and for one reason. Okay. When the LGBT anger started to flare up, what was the one thing Christian said to all those people? I have no idea. It's just a restaurant. What oh. does it matter what companies they give to? Ooh. Ooh. It's a bitter pill to swallow. Right. Huh? <laughs> and now suddenly it matters. Now it matters. Yep. And that is just the most <laughs> hypocritical thing. I wish we had a camera <laughs> recording because I don't think I've ever seen your eyes roll so the hard. In- <laughs> <laughs> the intensity of the eye roll. <laughs> so, uh, Franklin Graham posted something the other day, which uh, I don't know what you think about Franklin Graham. He's not high on my list, but uh, I don't hate him. Uh, but he says, has Chick-fil-A caved? Some are saying that they've rolled over, that they're concerned about, or uh, they've conceded to the LGBTQ protest because they released a statement about their charitable giving. They announced that in 2020, they're giving to fight hunger and homelessness and support ed- education. What's wrong with that? I picked up the phone and called Dan Caffey, who's, you know, running the company. Uh, Dan was very clear that they have not bowed down to anyone's demands, including the LGBTQ community. They will continue to support whoever they want to support. They haven't changed who they are or what they believe. Chick-fil-A remains committed to Christian values. Dan Caffey assured me that this isn't going to change. I hope all those who jumped on the wrong conclusion about them read this. I mean... I feel like if you are a company who has been painted with that brush for so long, their response has always been, we will continue to serve everybody. Mm-hmm. We don't close our doors. Right. And we're going to treat you. Anyone from that community walks right. in. Yeah. And just because a, a charity might have in some, at some point in their company, some weird branch in their company some post or some thought or some whatever that is perceived as anti you know the gay community Mm -hmm. that's not what fca or salvation army exists for salvation army you know provides a lot of those same things you know homelessness food Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff fca is the fellowship of christian athletes number one it's a christian organization focused on christians yeah so of course that one's going to be leaning towards biblical values and not the worldly ones but to paint you know it's so they painted those with a broad brush and so chick-fil-a donating to those companies they're not donating to those companies because they have some sort of anti-gay agenda they're not doing any those companies aren't doing anything to fight the the existence of of homosexuals in the world they're doing they have their own goals that are much higher on the on the list of of priorities than anything to do with that and so chick-fil-a is in the same boat we're here to make chicken we're here to make chicken and be a, a bright spot in the community and help uh the people that they employ grow in in work skills for their life uh, as well as learn how to treat people because mm-hmm. that's the only restaurant I've ever gone to where I've never had a rude person serve me. Yeah. Um, which is, and it's fantastic. 
But the fact that they even have to do this, that they have to kind of back off and say, can, can we please just make chicken <laughs> is so sad. And that's what we thought. Again, that's, it's a hypocritical thing. That's what we thought when the anti-LGBT thing started happening. Yeah. And now we're the ones causing the problem when it's, it's not even going against us. It's just centering out. Yeah. Centering out the controversy, wanting to avoid it. So there are two things that I, like, wanted, I don't want to say address, but whatever. <laughs> um, one, you said that you hated, or maybe you didn't use the word hate, but I, I heard hate. You heard hate in my voice. Um, <laughs> how the Christian community is responding, and... I just wanted to be like, okay, well, how is that different from anything else? Right. Whenever there's any sort of issue, it's the Christian community that we're like, seriously, guys, get it together. (laughs) If there's one thing that we are not going to let people down on, it's being ugly (laughs) in times like this. Um, But two, when you first started reading and before you got into all the nitty gritty of it, that first line, I don't remember what it was, but it gave me the impression that they were taking a different, a completely different stand. They right. were going to. I was telling you the headline. First so, read the headline. And my immediate thought was, okay, end. Right. But here's why. Okay. Regardless, we say, you know, if a transgender or someone, you know, a lesbian or whatever, if they had walked into Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A wouldn't close their doors on them and be like, oh, you have to get out. Even though we say that, yeah, even though we say that, (laughs) being a part of that community, anyone who is a part of that community, that is probably the feeling that they get. Yeah. You know, knowing where they stand, knowing their belief system, their values. That's why so many don't attend church because they feel like the second they try to walk in the doors we're gonna be flicking them with holy water exactly (laughs) see if it burns on their skin coming out on like you know the townsman came after the beast and beauty and the beast you know that's the image that they get and so for me the core value of christianity is inclusiveness it's never to exclude people We want to open up our doors. We want for people to come in. We don't want for you to change your life and get it all together and then come to church. No, you come to church. Come to church. Come to Christ. Exactly. Then start working on yourself. Exactly. We've had this conversation before when someone asked, you know, at CR, well, what do we do when this obviously gay person comes in? We let them sit there and hear the gospel. We do exactly the same thing that we do when you come in, my friend. We say hello and how are you? (laughs) We show them love. And that is how it should be. And I feel like if Chick-fil-A had taken that stand, I would have been okay with it. I would have, okay, cool. If they had said, you know what, our convictions have changed in our hearts. We're realizing that we have this perception of being exclusive and we don't want to be that way. We still have our beliefs. We still have our values, but we want for people to feel included. We want for people to feel loved. We want for all people to be able to come into our doors. I would have been like, cool, duh, you're taking a stand. Right. 
for Christianity and at I, that point. And I honestly think that's what they're trying to do, but they're not being terribly it. vocal about yeah. it. Yeah. And uh, that's 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 made for like that's made the Christians think they're being lukewarm. That's made the uh, LBG, LBG, LGBTQ community think that they're being lukewarm as well. Yeah. And so if this was a move to quell that movement, mm-hmm. the, 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 the anger from the LGBT movement, uh, it didn't work. Yeah. Because like two days later, a flood of opinion articles of this isn't enough. It's not enough that you stop supporting anti-LGBT communities. Now you have to get up and say that you support <laughs> LGBT. And, you know, it's like you have to join our movement or it's not enough Yeah, kind of thing. You have to fly the rainbow flag or it's not enough. Yeah. And so that's angering me as well. Oh, yeah. Like, can't, you know they disagree with you. Can't you be happy that they're trying to make a little bit of peace so we can just... Enjoy chicken together. <laughs> yeah. Be the peacemaker, not the agreeable maker. We don't have to agree with everything. We don't have to see eye to eye on everything, but we can live in peace. Yeah. We, you know, it's uh, not my job to tell anybody they're doing wrong. Right. It's just my job to so- show Jesus. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm not going to say Chick fil A's went about this the right way exactly. Um, but. I don't know that there would have been a right way to do this uh, easily without quelling anger from either side or both. Uh, So I guess what will happen from this point is hopefully the whole like protests and whatever against Chick-fil-A will kind of calm down. So, I mean, that, that permeated society on a deep level. Like that was... That was a joke in the good place one day. Like yeah. she said, she said, dude, the world is messed up right now. There is a chicken sandwich that is so good that you can't eat because it hates gay people. <laughs> and I'm like, that. so, I mean, what do you do? What do you yeah. do if you're that company? I feel well, like. What can you do? I mean, putting it into perspective of my own life situations like that there's nothing that you can do yeah you know and then to be a company mm-hmm. there it's a lose-lose situation for them unfortunately and really yeah. the only thing that we can do is as the sound-minded christians <laughs> <laughs> we're always right you know well you know i mean <laughs> at least we kind of tend to have a good head on our shoulders <laughs> Anyway, just support them. Yeah. I will still eat at Chick-fil-A as often as I did before. Listen, I would support Chick-fil-A a whole lot more. If they came to our town. If they came to Clovis, New Mexico. <laughs> just saying. That's my beef with Chick-fil-A. Get it? Beef? <laughs> Chick-fil-A? Ha! <laughs> See, now that I'm on keto, I really want them to be here because they have all the grilled stuff. Yeah. The grilled nugs. Grilled. Oh, good stuff. I miss it. I don't do grilled chicken. You don't do it at all? Mm-mm. I enjoy grilled chicken. Wendy's used to have, and they might still have it, and I just haven't noticed. They used to have a spicy grilled chicken sandwich, like yeah. their spicy normal chicken. That was phenomenal. And I really hope it's still around. I've been into one too <laughs> many grilled chicken items and gotten a nice 
chunk of fat or a vein. And really? It just does it for me. I can't do it. And it doesn't happen on the fried ones? Mm-mm. I think, okay, or the crispy ones. Yeah, 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 I think that that's because, like, it probably does, but because of the crispiness of the breading, uh, okay. I don't hides notice that, it. Hides that yeah. texture a little? Yes. I get you. Okay. I get you. I don't think that would happen at Chick-fil-A. Probably I feel not. like I feel if... like those chickens are a little holier. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's time for everybody's favorite part of the week: app progress update time. So here's the deal, folks. I have been in app uh, review limbo for two weeks now, two solid weeks. Yeah. No more than that. I'm sorry. We're going on to three weeks. Three weeks of it being like, you know, they reviewed it and said no, so I did the appeal process. Because I'm like, there's nothing more I can do for this radio app. Yeah. It's a radio app. It does everything our old app did and more, and you approve that. Mm -hmm. Why wouldn't you approve this? So I put the, you know, I did a very kind uh, appeal uh, letter, and uh, I don't know how long that process takes. I've seen... People say it takes a week. I've seen people say it takes a month. I've seen people say it takes a couple months. Who knows? All right. So it's possible that sometime in the future our app is going to come to iPhone. I am not going to count on it. And here's why. I have discovered in my constant looking for answers online as to what I can do. I have discovered that there are actually quite a few radio apps for single stations that are being rejected. And the idea is is coming out there that if you're a, a single station app, Apple doesn't want you anymore because they're, they've launched the Apple Music thing and they are now starting to focus on channels, their own curated channels like Spotify does. And TuneIn started doing uh, and they don't want any more competition with their own products. And they have precedent for doing this in the past, even against big companies like Google. Apps that people are expecting to find, they hold up because they're launching a similar thing. And so it's quite possible that we won't get the app on there at all. We are competition. Because they're not taking new radio. They might not be taking new radio station apps anymore. I feel discriminated against. Yeah. And that's a, that is a bummer. And I wouldn't I would almost not believe it had I not found you know like proof that they've done this many times in the past when they've come out with new things. It's like, okay, well we're gonna stop accepting new versions of this. So who knows? Apparently that doesn't apply to like multi-station apps. But uh, I don't know how multi you have to be. I don't know if we could just create one more radio stream. Something unmanned. that's just playing. If we'd be able to add that on there and qualify. Which I doubt. And I'm not willing to take the chance on because that's expensive. Uh, that's basically paying for licensing twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I just, yeah. I'm not, I'm not encouraged. That it's going to happen. So, Android users, you get our new app. It's awesome, and I'll keep it updated, and we'll have a good old time. 
iPhone users, if you want to listen to our station, you can either stream it from the browser, backrowradio.com, or you can download the Live 365 app, which is our hosting company, and you can search for us on there, and that'll be a, a good stream. But you just don't get all the extra goodies that our Android app does. Uh, I'm sorry. I've done everything that I can for you. There's only so much I can do. Protest. <laughs> we all just need to write Apple a letter. <laughs> a really nice letter, please. Uh, new music updates. Last week we added, uh, this, this past Monday, we added new stuff from Kevin Max, Derek Minor, Jason Gray, and Juan Day. And then we added a whole bunch of classic stuff, and all of it is from the year 2001. So we added classic stuff from Zoe Girl, Down Here, The Waiting, Watashi Wa, Audio Adrenaline, Seventh Day Slumber, Third Day. You don't like Audio Adrenaline? I love Audio Adrenaline. Oh, that was a good, that was a good, uh, okay. You said what? Oh, I thought you said, uh. My bad, sorry. Haste the Day, Michael W. Smith, Stephen Curtis Chapman, and even those, uh, those parody boys, Apologetics. We added one, one of their... Louder parodies, which is a rarity for them. They tend to stick to like oldies music. One of their louder parodies is added to our back row but louder block. So you'll hear that too. Our uh, fart hour. <laughs> quit it. <laughs> <laughs> You're painting it with a bad brush. Yeah. Hey, you want to know how you can support Back Row Radio? Tell well, me. We have changed some things up with our Patreon. Uh, we're excited about this, and I hope you will be too. Uh, so, of course, you can support us by downloading the app. Uh, Android app, Live three, uh, Live 365 on Apple. Search for us there. And then we have our Backward Radio skill on Alexa. Quick tip on that, too. For for the whole time that we've had that, I've been saying, uh, Alexa, play Backward Radio. And if you don't inflect with a certain thing, a certain way, like you got to inflect on the word row, then it'll start playing like Body Like a Back Road by whatever. Some some weird country song. Nice. Body Like a Back Road. So the road. new new tip. Don't say play Back Row Radio. Say open Back Row Radio. And I've not had that problem ever again. You can say it however you want. So Alexa, open Back Row Radio. There we go. Uh, you can spread the word. I, I want to know how many people are listening at home right now and their Alexa is like, I'm sorry, I could not find that app. Alexa, Alexa, find it. <laughs> spread the word uh, through Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, word of mouth, whatever you got. But the biggest way that you can support us is to join our Patreon. And there are plenty of incentives to becoming a new financial donor through Patreon. For our $1 up through $19 donations a month, uh, if you sign up for that monthly donation, here's what you get. You're, you're, you're called a sprinkle. Those are our sprinkles. And you get an exclusive feed for our full episodes of our morning show, which we've had for free for the longest time. Moving forward, our, our free podcast feed is going to offer like a clip of the show, one segment from the show, probably the best segment of the day. It's probably going to usually be the main topic, but we'll see. Um, but if you want the full show, the full replay here, the entire episode, which is usually between an hour and an hour and a half worth of content, 
every morning that we air one, you'll get an exclusive feed by donating any amount uh, monthly. So as little as $1. You also get access to our private Facebook group, The Scoop, which is all behind-the-scenes fun. You get to help us decide on some music and, and all kinds of stuff. If you join our single Scoop tier, which is $20 to $39, you get all the sprinkle incentives, plus a free copy of Please Don't Side Hug Me or The Flesh, the two books that we produced, and a two-pack of Back Row Radio stickers just for signing up. Our double scoop section is for $40 up through $59. You get all the sprinkle incentives plus a free signed copy of both of our books. Please don't side hug me and the flesh and those stickers. Uh, Triple scoop, $60 all the way up through $199. You get the sprinkle incentives, free signed copy of Please Don't Side Hug Me or the Flesh, and a copy of our party game, Judge Not, which is huge now, and two packs of the back row stickers. And then the big one, the cherry on the top. If you're going to become one of our big, golden, $200 and up donors, you get all the sprinkle and double scoop incentives, a copy of our party game, Judge Not, and every single expansion pack, and... A future copy of every future book, game, sticker, promotional item that we create while you're an active donor. So anytime something new comes out, you get a first-run copy of it. That's pretty much worth while it. You're donating. Yeah, it's fantastic. So, please, jump on board. Uh, we are sitting at, from a, from a year, from when we started this year... We're sitting at $20 more than what we started, which is not nearly enough. Uh, we, our goal, our monthly goal is $600 a month. We are sitting at $122 a month. Uh, we've got a long way to go, and we have not gotten very far. Uh, so we are extremely grateful to our current Patreon donors, and we hope that you will become one of them. You can check out more, the whole, the whole shebang, at patreon.com slash backrowradio. Or go to backroradio.com and find the partner with us or donate buttons. And uh, you can find it there too. Alright? Alright. That's all I got. Stick around. We'll be back soon to close out the show. show as we close out the show for today we got your bible verse and thought for the day bible verse for the day is colossians 3:17. and whatever you do whether in word or deed do it all in the name of the lord jesus giving thanks to god the father through him and our thought for the day comes from lecrae humility generosity integrity and kindness are more impressive than money titles and followers 
Thank you for joining us. We're here every Monday through Thursday, 7 a.m. Eastern, 4 a.m. Pacific, with an encore at 10 Eastern and 7 Pacific. Our podcast is available at BackrowRadio.com. We could be on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and Podbean, all those places. Just in case you didn't know, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Backrow Radio. And join our laughter-inducing Facebook community at Backrow Baptist Church by going to brbchurch.com. If you love what we do here on the Backrow Morning Show and Backrow Radio as a whole, please consider partnering with us at patreon.com slash backrowradio. That is it for the show. We will be back tomorrow. We hope you will too. Mo, what's the final word? Chick-fil-A, I support you. (laughs) I thought you were going to do the Kanye West thing at the end of that song. (laughs) Chick-fil-A! No, my kid does it enough. (laughs) That's it for the show. If you need us, we'll be in the back. Bye.